New York Giant fans, fans of the Big Blue in the Bronx YouTube channel, what is happening? And guess what? I'm streaming on a game day. Our way or the highway. Welcome back. Be sure to hit that like button, comment, and subscribe. Turn on post notifications so you know when a live stream pops or video drops. Appreciate y'all coming back. Uh, shouts to Tony in the chat. Shouts to anyone who does come in the chat throughout the show. Uh, i got a packed show lineup for you guys on this game day. Hopefully more people will come in the chat. But uh, we got the injury report. Obviously, the agenda isn't as shows. Right now, I'm on StreamYard, and I usually do it via OBS. But we're having a guest on today, and I am live streaming. I usually use OBS when uh, I'm doing a recorded show. But as you guys can see, I got a ton of blue, got a ton of red on. I got a ton of white on. Uh, which only signals that I am root toot tooting for my New York Giants in the divisional round of the NFC playoffs today. But uh, we're going to have a guest later in the show, maybe do some things a little bit differently, but most will stay the same as we usually do these shows. Uh, shouts to Nelson, shouts to Brad. What's going on, Alex? How are you doing today? I'm nervously excited. I will use that term throughout the show. I am nervously excited. Jones better not suck today. Well, you're 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 an opposing team, Brad. You're a 49ers fan. Talk think about think about what it is on the inside, right? Think about what it is right now on the inside of me. I don't want Jones to suck. And if he sucks, you might be mad, but I'm gonna be even madder. All right. Just my man Anthony Medina. What's going on, everyone? Um, obviously I pull up put up a poll in the chat seems like we got five votes and four of them already going towards the new york giants to win this game get those likes up guys definitely share out i appreciate y'all tuning in with me 12 32 on this game day saturday and we were just under eight hours till the game so grab your snacks grab your dinner it's gonna be an interesting day today it's gonna be an interesting night uh for that and i think there's one more playoff game today i think i want to say Begins around 4.30. Yep, that's the Jaguars Chiefs. So you guys obviously may or may not be obligated to watch that. Shouts to Grego. What is going on, man? Um, Let's get to opening thoughts, shall we? A lot of pain the Eagles have caused us over the years. Yes, Grego. Let's go, Giants. A lot of pain the Eagles have caused us over the years. And I say this every time with true meaning. I obviously was born here in Brooklyn, and then I moved to Pennsylvania. I was there for 12 years, and then I had to hear nonstop bullshit. As I got more into football, nonstop bullshit about the Eagles, right? Whether 2016, it was the new Messiah and Carson Wentz. 2017, which was my last year there. 2017, 2018, oh my God, they won the Super Bowl, and they were going nuts. And you know, a friend of mine literally told me, that Nick Foles was the best quarterback in the NFL, I said, no, we're done here. So there's a lot of pain. And this is a very volatile fan base. I don't know if you guys heard via Twitter, via YouTube. It seems now it's not portrayed this way per Jordan Renan, but the Giants team hotel in Center City has no water. And apparently the reason is a busted pipe. You guys think that's a coincidence? I don't. I think that was done on purpose. Just almighty in the chat what's going on. So I think that's on purpose. 
And you know what? I've, I've seen the comments that a lot of teams just do that to other teams, like, you know, the the Boston Celtics and the Lakers in the 80s. That's like an old school trick. Uh, just shows you that th- these teams have a hatred for each other. And, you know, they haven't played in a while. And the last time we saw the Eagles in the playoffs was 2008, I want to say. 2008 or 2005, I forget which one. Uh, we lost both of them if we did play them in 2008. So there's that. And then the last time we legitimately saw them was January 8th of this month. It was about 13 days ago. So it would have been two weeks to the day tomorrow. Obviously, we're not playing on a Sunday, and thank God, because it fits better for my schedule. Maybe it fits better for yours, too. But a lot of pain this, this Eagles team has caused us over the years. A lot of teams. No. No, I, I to be completely fair, and I, I don't want to talk too much trash on the Eagles because I don't want it to come back and bite me. I feel like if they were not to shower before the game, they'd still smell better than half of that fucking city. That's all I'm going to say, almighty. But this Eagles team has caused this pain. Deshaun Jackson, the famous punt return for a touchdown in the Meadowlands, the miracle. Um. You know, Victor Cruz getting hurt against the Eagles. The Evan Ingram drop. Boston Scott's nine touchdowns against the Giants in his career. I think it's ten now, but it might be nine. Who the fuck knows? It's one number. Um, let's see what else. Jake Elliott, 61-yard field goal. I mean, we've beat them in the regular season, I think, maybe once in the past five years. Because move out 2016, that's six years. We beat them in 2020, no, 2021 too. So twice in the past five years, which is like two out of 10 matchups. That's not going to get it done. And it is very hard to beat a team three times, as most of you know. Now, obviously, it's already happened in these playoffs. The Bengals beat the Ravens for the third time. Uh, there was another team that beat another team for the third time. I think it wasn't Miami-Buffalo. But it was it was something. It was something. So just keep your tabs on that. And um, obviously the Giants are facing Eagles for the third time. And they're actually facing them with the same referee from the first game. But people want to draw comparisons to 2007. It was in week 14. Yep. Uh, tonight we're not doing play-by-play. We're just going to be – I'm going to be watching in my own home screen on my TV. What I will say is if the Giants go ahead and beat – the Eagles, and they go to the NFC Championship, we're probably streaming that game. So I'm just going to say that. Yes, thank you, Brad. Of course, I forget the Niners, Niners fan in the chat. Niners beat the Seahawks three times. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to get some other comments as well. Uh, I just want to finish my opening for- thoughts first. Um, So a lot of you remember the Giants were kind of in this similar position in 2007. Now, I'm not going to sit here and draw comparisons because, A, I wasn't a football fan in 2007. I was fucking four years old. And, you know, you can't necessarily relive a period of history. You know, you could go ahead and watch those games, but you can't necessarily relive it because you have to be in the moment. You have to be with the fan base and all these different things. But the Giants were beat twice in the post, uh, excuse me, the regular season by the Dallas Cowboys. And then in the playoffs, they saw them in the divisional round. I believe the Cowboys were the number one seed. The Giants knocked them off. And then I think they faced the number two seed, Green Bay Packers, and then went to the Super Bowl. Now, I'm not saying the Giants are going to the Super Bowl, but also another comparison to draw from that year is a fourth-year quarterback that was wanting to get 
kicked out of the city. Now, I'm not saying Eli Manning was wanting to get kicked out of the city. What I'm trying to say is a lot of people were writing him off already, kind of like they were Daniel Jones. So draw your comparisons. I'm not going to go there. The Giants really don't want to be compared to the 07 team because they want to make their own mantra, if you will. They want to make their own theme. They want to make their own reputation. You know, obviously two different teams in terms of personalities. Um, What's going on? Jets Chaos has the staff infection. We'll hope he's doing better. Uh, Obviously, we had Jeremy on a a few weeks back, uh, actually back in March when we were doing free agent and draft stuff. How do you know it's the same refs? Uh, I'm a geek in terms of that. I looked uh, at the referee assignments and... Uh, with that being said, it was Cleet Blakeman, and he refereed the Giants game in Week 14 against the Eagles. So I'm going to throw a link in the chat, and you guys can read it if you want. You don't have to. Um, let's see, Giants versus Eagles betting referee link. I'm going to throw it in chat. There's some betting odds that have to deal with. Now, there's some impl- implications. There's some fun facts in there if you want to read it. But um, get to some comments real quick. Giant uh, game has started. Giants fans are already come. It's not ex- nobody's Tony. Nobody's coming up with excuses. Nobody's coming up with excuses, my man. It's just they want to play dirty. I in what way is that a fucking coincidence? Someone knowledge me right now. In what way is that a coincidence? Alex, uh, did you know that the Eagles are cheating on extra points and field goals? If you watch a video between the Eagles and the Giants, you'll see Sipos pick up an object. It is a white object, yes. Um, I don't know how that impacts them a ton on extra points. To me, it's like, eh, you know, it's over already. It's not like the Astros cheating scandal. But if they're legitimately cheating, they should be told to fucking stop. That's just my personal opinion. But, hey, listen, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So just to finally finish this off before we go to the injury report and all these different things is the Giants have been beaten down by their rivals the last few years. The Eagles, Cowboys, not Washington. We own Washington. Want to avenge all of what's happened probably the last few years going back further and further since the Super Bowl? Well, you beat them now. You beat them now. You basically have everybody call the Eagles irrelevant, a fake one seed, whatever. You make the national media turn on them. And to be completely fair, I'm not talking national media in terms of what I'm about to talk about right now. I think a lot of people are actually going for the Giants today. A lot of people are picking the Giants. A lot of people are going for the Giants. Now, most of the national media is picking the Eagles. It's not really a surprise. I mean, the Giants are seven and a half, eight point underdogs. But most of the NFL... Fan base wise cannot stand the Eagles and they don't want to hear them in the uproar. They don't want to hear them. Giants, they haven't been relevant for a while and it's a nice story. So, you know, Brad, for example, he's a Niners fan and the Niners and Giants are considered rivals. Maybe it's more towards he wants the Niners to go ahead and play the Giants in the NFC championship game rather than the Eagles. But uh, there's probably some behind that, some other fan base as well. You just don't want to stand these Eagle fans. But uh, Justin and I in the chat, guys, definitely hit that like button, subscribe, vote on the poll as we go through the show. 
All right, so we got the injury report here, and Aziz Ojolari is the only one questionable, but Jeremy Fowler tweeted this morning that he should be a go. I do have a concern about two things, one long-term, one for this game. How effective will he be in this game? And we've seen in these games when Aziz Ojolari is healthy, he's got a quad injury, by the way, and he says it's really painful, but he's going to play through it. We've seen in these games when Aziz plays, he's super effective. I think if he played 17 games this year, he'd probably have double-digit sacks. The Bears game, he made an impact. The Eagles game, the first time, I think he had like two sacks. Um, the Vikings game, the first time. There was a couple other games as well, I think, against Washington. Both times, really. So he's he's a dangerous pass rusher. But the problem is, is you know, he's starting to get a little injury prone which worries us long term i'm not gonna really spruce into that right now uh but it just worries me a little bit but the effectiveness and i think that's just gonna go towards what the giants do on defense you know whether they're gonna blitz more they're gonna do the straight up four-man rush we'll see what happens um i want the niners to turn the giants into swiss cheese well they have to get to the nfc championship game first and that applies for both teams brad um with that being said, there is one player who is out for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's Avante Maddox. Uh, toe injury did not practice. He's been injury riddled as well, uh, probably throughout this year. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, also known as C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he has been taking for taking the reps for him mostly, and he's actually done a very good job. So I think Maddox was drafted in 17 or 18. Um, maybe the Eagles consider some type of uh, release or something. Now, I, once again... I'm not speaking for Eagle fans in that aspect. I could give a shit, but I'm just throwing it out there. So with that being said, let's go to 2022 playoff stats uh, for the Giants and the Eagles. It's going to be back to the regular season, what they were in different rankings. So for the Giants offense, they rank second out of 12 qualifying teams. Uh, they rank fifth in passing yards per game, second in total yards per game, uh, third in rushing and fifth in points. Now, I actually multiplied their rankings by 32 just to see where they would rank if this was a 32-team thing. Uh, the Giants would rank 5th in total yards, 13th in passing, 8th in rushing, and 13th in points per game. Now, defensively, they rank 4th in total yards per game, 6th in passing yards per game, 6th against a pass, 4th against a run, and 4th in points per game. Um, so there's that, and then also, once again, multiply that by 32 just to see the result. They would rank 10th in points per game, rushing yards given up, and total yards per game, and they would rank 16th against the pass. So there is that. Obviously, we have no reason really to go over uh, the blitz percentage and all these different things because that's not really calculated by pro football reference uh, in the playoffs. Let's see. While the Giants are getting seven and a half points, that seems high. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. The Giants embrace the underdog mentality. Seven and a half points. Uh, I think it's eight now, but it might be seven and a half. That's what the Giants were uh, up against when they played the Cowboys in 07. But the Giants, once again, have always embraced the underdog mentality. Eagles-wise... Just going to go over the full season stats from the regular season. Eagles were third in total yards per game, ninth against the pass, fifth against the, uh, excuse me, ninth in terms of passing offense, fifth in rushing offense, third in points per game defense, 
second in total yards per game, first against the pass, 17th against the run, eighth in points per game. You look at the advanced analytics, 27th in pass percentage, sixth in run percentage, 27th in pass percentage on first down, and sixth percent, six percent, excuse me, that sixth in run percentage on first down, 18th in blitz percentage, second in pressure percentage, and first in sacks. So, what are some things to look for in terms of the Giants, the Eagles, game plan, maybe some situational stuff? More off coverage. I'll go into that in just a second. The Giants personnel-wise, this is not an excuse. I'm just stating it as is. And I said on Twitter that if the Giants do end up losing this game, I will accept that, okay, we weren't supposed to be here, but I will rip this team because, you know, you lose, it's because of something. Uh, With that being said, though, as I like to say a lot, the Giants personnel-wise may not be able to handle the Eagles' weapons in a man scheme with blitzes. They may or may not. We'll see what happens later today. But that could call for more off coverage from Wink Martindale. Maybe just to start the game. To end the game, they could probably press some, bracket a couple of different guys, Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown, put Goddard not in a wide-open thing in a zone, but maybe put McKinney or Julian Love on him, maybe putting a corner on him just to you know save some personnel. But... I would, I would look for more off coverage to start the game. Now, I have a stat for you guys with Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones under pressure. I got to get to it. If I get to it and I got to it. Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones against pressure. Let's go over Daniel Jones' numbers. 55.1 completion percentage, 6.4 yards per attempt, six touchdowns and interception, and 63.6 passer rating. Excuse me, 83.6 passer rating. So that's solid. You know, they're not uh, numbers that will blow you away, but six touchdowns and one interception. It's not bad. And then Jalen Hurts, 44.4% completion, 55.5 yards per attempt, four touchdowns, two interceptions, 69.8 passer rating. He doesn't do great against pressure, which is why I'm expecting a little bit more blitzing. Now, is it zone blitzing? Is it man blitzing? I don't know. Maybe it's zone blitzing to start the game, and then they'll clamp on the guys with man-to-man jam coverage later in the game, depending on how the game flows. Because if the Giants are up by a sufficient amount, maybe they go ahead and play a little more off. But if the Giants are down or they only lead by this much, you play a little bit more man. Who knows? Uh, Shouts to Mary in the chat. I just went to went to Guards Fest and met Oscar Gonzalez. I'm very happy for you, Mary. Of course, if you guys don't know, Oscar Gonzalez is a Cleveland Guardian. Hit Hurts hard. Pause. Yeah, hit him hard. I don't think Hurts is 100% healthy. Well, he should be at least maybe 90% because they've had off for a few weeks now. Um, Both Eagles and Chiefs will be the victims of the Giants. Record against the top seeds since 1996 and oh, I think that's overall. If I'm not, maybe I'm not totally sure, but I'm pretty sure overall in the playoffs in the Super Bowl area, Super Bowl era, it's six and oh against the one seed, but we'll see what happens, of course. Um, so more off coverage to start the game, more blitzes, ground and pound, control the clock from New York Giants and Philly. Philly, I think, will take a totally different route. I think they're going to be stuck in their game plan, whether it be passing the football, run the football. I know a lot of Eagle fans want to run the football 
And Nick Sirianni sometimes gets out of his way with that. Shane Steck in the offensive staff. But for the Giants, obviously, it sort of depends on what the defense is giving them. Now, obviously, if they could take advantage, that would be great. If they could go out and take some risks and succeed on those risks, that'd be great. Because they have some pretty good corners. Uh, they have C.J. Gardner-Johnson, James Bradbury, Darius Slay. Now, they run mostly a zone system, which many of you guys may or may not know. So the Giants could thrive there. They played a zone system last week and totally tore up the Minnesota Vikings defense. Now, obviously, this defense that we're playing today is more disciplined. Uh, ground and pound, why I say that is because they're 18th against the run. They give up a lot to running quarterbacks. I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be much of a runner this game, but again, I, I have been wrong before. And it just seems like, like the first game, if it was close, it'd be ground and pound, control the clock. And that's kind of what the second game was with the uh, backups in. It was kind of a ground and pound, control the game, this type of thing. So I think it could be that. Now, it could also be a shootout. You know, to my surprise, I've been wrong. But uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Eagles like the RPO, and the Giants will have to defend the RPO. So there is that. Um, on the poll right now, we got eight votes. 75% say Giants are going to take the W, and 25% say Eagles. If I'm not mistaken, that Eagles vote is probably Tony. So there's that. Now, instead of going into, you know, the stats from the year for the Philadelphia Eagles in terms of key players, I'm going to only do it for two or three guys just because you can't really track game per game completion percentage against. And I'm going to give you a hint. That's corners. Um, but I'm going to give you guys some key contributors, some freaking frequent contributors against the Giants over the two games that were played against the Giants this year from the Eagles standpoint. So Jalen Hurts is 41-66, 446 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, 16 rushes for 90 yards and a touchdown. Um, Miles Sanders against the Giants, 28 carries, 177 yards, two touchdowns. Boston Scott, 15 carries, 87 yards, a touchdown. A.J. Brown, eight receptions, 165 yards, a touchdown. Devonta Smith, 12 receptions, 131 yards, and a touchdown. Dallas Goddard, he's going to be a factor in this game tonight. Uh, he didn't play much of the first game. Actually, didn't play at all because he was injured. Second game, he played a little bit just to get reps, six receptions, 46 yards. And the O-line. Now, they have a pretty strong O-line. Lane Johnson is coming back, but the Giants have hit them hard. Uh, more than in recent years, seven sacks and nine quarterback hits. They had three sacks the last time, I think four sacks the first time. Now, factor in garbage time, all these different things. But the Giants, you know, against the Eagles offensive line, that's one of the best. That's pretty good. But you'll need to see a little bit more, a little bit more of uh, quarterback hits. Now, obviously, I think one of the games was like five and the other was four. So maybe a little bit more in quarterback hits, maybe a little bit more in sacks. We'll see what happens. Shouts to Nimmer in the chat. Let's go Giants. They're going to beat the Eagles. I hope so, my man. We'll get to predictions, of course, uh, towards the end before we get into the uh, the discussion. Um, defensively, Brandon Graham has been one of the Giants destroyers over the years in two games with the Giants. Uh, two, two games against the Giants, excuse me. Three sacks, three tackles for loss, three quarterback hits. A sack, a tackle for loss, four quarterback hits for Hassan Reddick, who will be a factor today. Fletcher Cox, a sack, a tackle for loss, four quarterback hits. Milton Williams, a sack, three tackles for loss, two quarterback hits. Josh Sweat, a sack, a tackle for loss, quarterback hit. 
Quarterback hit for Patrick Johnson and Javon Hargrave each against the Giants in two games. Marcus Epps, two tackles for loss. TJ Edwards, a tackle for loss. Kaiser White, a tackle for loss, two quarterback hits. And CJ Gardner-Johnson, a tackle for loss. Now, quickly to go into the corners, which once again, you cannot really track game by game what they give up unless you're really into football outsiders or one of those things you play, you know, pay a premium subscription. I don't fucking know. Uh, let's go over a former giant first, James Bradbury. He's going to be playing with some vengeance in this game and really has been all season. He's lit up the league being one of the best corners in the NFL. And he has a good system to thrive in his zone system, seven pass deflections, a pick six, two tackles for a loss in coverage. Obviously, Three interceptions has given up a completion percentage of 50, uh, 45.3, which is really good. 382 yards, two touchdowns, and a passer rating of 51.6, 44 tackles. Darius Slay, the one on the other side of the field, 14 pass deflections, 58.2 completion percentage allowed, three interceptions, five touchdowns allowed, 83.9 passer rating. Um, obviously, the better of the two corners is James Bradbury, but Slay still had a solid year. And then C.J. Gardner-Johnson, eight uh, pass deflections, five tackles for a loss, two quarterback hits. So he's obviously been at the quarterback before, you know, this game. One sack, 78.4 passer rating, three touchdowns given up, obviously the six interceptions, 73.1 completion percentage, 446 yards. So obviously he's going to give up more because that's what a slot corner does. They tend to be more vulnerable in the outside corners um, because of rub routes and all these other different things. So let's go to questions to answer. And then we'll go to keys to win. And then we'll go to a score prediction. And then we'll have uh, the interview with uh, Jackie Quattro. She'll be coming on a little bit shortly. Um, questions to answer. Do the Giants go ground and pound or shoot them out? I think it's even ground and pound. But if they find holes in this defense, I tend to believe that Mike Kafka and Brian Dable will take advantage. Uh, do the Giants double A.J. Brown or Devonta Smith? I think a lot of people are favoring. Now, obviously, this is Twitter people. This is fan base people. This ain't Giants people. Uh, a lot of people want a Dory Jackson on Devonta Smith and Cordell Flott on A.J. Brown with a bracket. Here's the problem with that. You want a recognizable name on Dallas Goddard, and he's a big dude. So maybe Xavier McKinney on Goddard, just to, you know, throw some out there. But that would leave Julian Love over the top, and he's not necessarily great in that area. I mean, we saw that with a Devonta Smith touchdown in the first game. So there's that. And I feel like against A.J. Brown, Cordell Flott is a smaller corner, not necessarily in terms of height, but in terms of chest, in terms of, you know, uh, they say he's light in the pants, if you will. You know, he's a skinny guy. He's like... 175 pounds so he could be easily taken advantage of and he doesn't have elite speed to catch up to a guy like Devonta Smith so there's that and you know Fabian Moreau he struggles against shifty receivers so the Giants will have to make up their mind they probably already have we'll see what happens who is the leading receiver for the Giants uh I think it's gonna be Darius Slayton this game but it could definitely be Isaiah Hodgins or Richie James or maybe even Daniel Bellinger. Who knows? Can the Giants protect Jones? That's going to be a big part. Obviously, their signings of Sue and Linville Joseph really haven't impacted in terms of getting to the quarterback. That's not really what they were supposed to do anyway. They're supposed to stop the run a little bit better. But Hassan Riddick, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, uh, 
I feel like I'm forgetting one. Brandon Graham. Those guys are going to want to feast to the quarterback. All right. They're going to want to get to the quarterback. And it's the Giants' job to get that ball out quickly or at least help Evan Neal out. I'm not too concerned about the interior. They've played well over the last few weeks. I'm not concerned about Thomas either. I think that was just a one time thing against Josh Sweat. But that right side with uh, our buddy Evan Neal, it's got to get shirt up. Has to get shirt up. Let's fucking go. Yes, you're right. Jeff. Richie James will be an X factor. I think he will against CJ Gardner Johnson. Once again, I just mentioned slot corners or uh, slot corners are more vulnerable. How many sacks do the giants get? They have to get the quarterback a lot this game. Uh, I say two, I say two, but obviously we'll see. Does Z's play? How effective is he? He's going to play. Jeremy Fowler tweeted it. How effective is he? I mean, I don't think he's going to be that effective. Personally speaking, are there more blitz? blitzes or straight up zone coverage mention that in the things to look for i think it's gonna be soft zone blitzes sometimes and then it's gonna really turn up at the end of the game does cordell flott get more snaps with moreau slightly hurt i think he will he's played well over the last few weeks mcleod has played well over the last few weeks as well so maybe you get mcleod in the slot or flott in the slot you could factor them in but mcleod actually got torched the last time against the eagles uh, well, actually, no, it was the time before that. He actually had a good game when we played them uh, on January 8th. He actually got one and a half sacks. So before we get to the discussion uh, with our Eagles guests, I do want to go over the keys to win and the prediction of mine. Keys to win. I think number one is stopping the run. Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts. I don't know how healthy Hurts is. I don't know how much of an effective runner he's going to be. But stopping the run is key. Stopping the run is key, making them one-dimensional. And by making them one-dimensional, it's going to be better for the defense. Get you know the defense off the field, put the offense on the field, score more points in that aspect. And when you're on the field with the passing offense, passing defense, don't allow the big plays. Do not allow the big plays, whether that comes from bracket coverage, whether that comes from soft zone, do not allow the big plays. That's how they hurt us the first time, and it was a blowout. Number three, run the ball effectively. Obviously, it could happen, you know, where the Giants pass the ball more than we think. It could be run the ball kind of game like it was the second game with Davis Webb, Gary Brightwell, and Matt Breida. But personally speaking, I think it's going to be a run the ball type game for the Giants. Uh, the Seagulls team is middle of the pack in run defense, at least coming off the regular season. So I expect sort of the same product, uh, but they have to run the ball effectively. They do. They have to run the ball effectively, do get some balance of the pass in there, because if they don't, guess what? Oh, well. Um, and they're going to obviously know when you're running the football. Honorable mention, control the clock. I think that's what it's going to be. Control the clock. If you're running the football, you got to control the clock, especially against this Eagles team. They tend to put up a lot of points. Obviously, they may run the ball. They may pass the ball more. Who knows? We'll see at 8.15 tonight. But I think controlling the clock is going to be a big part of this game. The Giants tried doing that uh, in each of their two games against the Eagles. Didn't really work out well in the first. The second time almost worked out. We had a Kenny Galladay touchdown. Want to get some comments here. Uh, key matchup, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence versus Leonard Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, and Isaiah Sumalo. 
Yeah, you're right, uh, Jeff. I mean, Leonard Williams did not play in any of those games against Eagles. Dexter Lawrence didn't play the second game. Dexter Lawrence played the first game. So double teams, you're going to imagine. Uh, I would imagine Jihad Ward playing a little bit in the middle. O'Shane Zimenez a little bit more on the edge because of Ojolari's injury. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, how effective the Giants can be at getting, the quarter, getting to the quarterback. What's up, Jeff? I think Isaiah Hodgins is going to be the main factor for this game. But score prediction time before we get to uh, our – discussion i'm gonna take the giants here i'm confident but i'm also very very nervous i'm nervously excited i think this is the last team the giants can actually beat now the cowboys will see the feeling going into next week but the niners are a tougher team one game at a time our way i'm gonna take the new york giants in a score of 20 to 19 Jeff says, what's up, Nemer? I think they'll try to take Hodgins out of the game, which makes James Slayton, Bellinger, bigger X factors. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they are in terms of covering tight ends, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So with that being said, we're going to switch gears a little bit. And we are going to go to Jackie inside Eagles here. Jackie, how are you doing on this game day? Um, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to obviously have this discussion. Uh, the Giants-Eagles meet again. Um, how are you feeling about this Eagles team? Third time against the Giants, off a of bye week, coming into this game. Um, look, how they looked, uh, I guess, two weeks ago now. But, like, to me, how they looked two weeks ago, with her Jalen Hurts, you know, and it, it didn't like to me. It didn't look good. I mean, I know they won, and I know, you know, they got it because you know that was the game that they needed to get the um, number one seed. It just that they had, you know, the Giants had. Well, he was practically just the practice squad guy. He wasn't even the third, and you know they kept it close. And you know, I mean, like, and and it, that's what like. I know, like, everybody's like, well, look, everybody's back and everything. Yeah, but, like, to me, this game is going to be close no matter what. If you look at their history, especially in the playoffs, it, they're all been close except, except like, the first one that they did in the 80s. It's all – they're mostly – like, all of them been close or either, like, their field goal kickers have been, like, used a lot. And the ones that, um, like, the Giants have – like, I know, like, the ones that the Giants have won – a lot of the ones they want to come from like, like big plays on the defense, like when in the in the past, like uh, the Jason Seahorn and uh, the Ron Dixon uh, kick return. So that that's what I'm. That's what to me, like if you're Eagles fans, you're worried about like if the, the if the Giants get like a momentum right away, because usually in all these games that they played in the playoffs, usually that's what's happened. Like they get like momentum right away for the Giants. Yeah, definitely. So Muhammad says the Giants are trash. I detect an Eagles fan out of that comment. But yeah, you are right. I think it's going to be a mud fight uh, between the dogs, the Giants and the Eagles. And you you are right about the whole playoffs thing. Obviously, going back to the 80s, 1981, the Giants and the Eagles. Uh, I think that was Lawrence Taylor's first playoff game or his second playoff game. I mentioned the Jason Seahorn pick, the Ron Dixon return touchdown. So there's a lot of history between these two in the playoffs. Obviously not in the recent past 10 years. But you go back, I think the last time they played was either 2005 or 2008. But obviously we've played the Eagles twice, and now we're on a third time, as mentioned. 
And sometimes you just run out of questions to ask certain Eagles fans because you kind of already know, but I've come up with some creative ones to obviously salvage the discussion. What is one player you'd steal from the Giants on each side of the ball? Oh, um, well, I think right now for the offense, I would take on Barkley, even though, like, I just worry about, like, because the, 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 I feel because, you know, that offense seems like, well, him and Daniel Jones, when they're when those two guys are on, that's when they're at their best. But I just feel like even when sometimes Daniel Jones ain't on, like, you know, uh, Saquon, if he's out there, they have a very good shot of winning. And um, uh, and the defense, I'm not uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not like completely. I don't know really everybody on their defense. Um, but um, the yeah, defense, I, I would take a pass at that because I, I don't I I don't really know everybody on their defense. I understand. I probably I. If I were to choose, uh, actually, you guys have a ton of uh, D linemen, so maybe one of the safeties just to just to salvage it. Of course, Cage will have a good game. I hope so. Thirty-eight, seventeen, Giants, Eagles. Well, actually, Eagles obviously in favor. We'll see about that. But uh, my next question is: name one matchup on each side of the ball, maybe or maybe even one side of the ball you're looking forward to seeing. I just want to see. If the Eagles can uh, really rattle Daniel Jones, that because to me that's the key. If they can get to Daniel Jones and if they can like get him on the ground a couple of times and start making him rush like and rushing in his mind, you know, get, you know, get him to kind of like hurry up, then I think they'll get some fumbles, they'll get some like uh, turnovers, interceptions. Like I really think. That because the, the Eagles have been great all year sacking the quarterback. That's why that's to me that's the key match. If the Eagles can get the if the Eagles can get to them, I think they'll be all right. Like because and I'm not saying it's not gonna be it's not gonna be uh, close because it is. I still think, but that'll work in their favor. That's that's what I'm looking for. Totally get that. 27-24 Giants game winning field goal. That would be uh, avenging the Jake Elliott field goal, obviously, from a few years ago. Um, question about tone setting and all this different stuff. Obviously, I've been talking the whole thing about is it going to be ground and pound or is it going to be a shootout game? Um, do you think it's going to be a shootout game or do you think it's going to be a ground and pound control the clock type of game? To me, if the Eagles want to win and – I well, it, that's why I think it's kind of funny because offensively, kind of. I mean, the Giants doesn't have the wide receivers the Eagles do, but they're both kind of similar in a way because um, with you know they both got a running quarterback, so they both got that. They both got um, the running uh, the running attack, but they both got great running backs, and you know, and uh, so I would think because both of their strengths should. It's you know grounded pound, so it should be that. So, but I can see the Eagles because Eagles sometimes get too pass happy, like when they're rolling, like you know, like when they get a couple big plays and then they're like, okay, let's just you know stick with the pass. But um, I, I think it should be a ground, you know, run a running game. But 
I mean, like I said, you never know with the Eagles. <laughs> because Definitely. that's where the strengths are. So We're going to see a chopped cheese special play tonight. I mean, if you wanted to call it a chopped cheese play, but we'll see. I mean, they had that last week, obviously, with the Statue of Liberty against the Vikings. You know what? I know that, obviously, Mojave came in here talking trash, but I do respect an Eagles fan coming into a giant stream. I, I do respect that. As much as I, you know, Eagle fans do get on my nerves, I do respect that. We have too much talent on the team, and our defense is not the Vikings' defense. True, but they are still a zone defense. So we'll see if you know Jonathan Gannett plays off coverage, or does he play man coverage? You know, straight up press, shove it in your jersey, and maybe that gets the Giants' uh, receiving core. Welcome. With, I, I apologize. There's background noise uh, as <laughs> usual. Um, what is one thing in maybe the last game or maybe even both games that uh, the Eagles should have taken advantage of the Giants with? Maybe one thing they didn't do in the last game, maybe to like secure the victory a little bit more. Well, I think the Eagles in that game, I, I don't really like, I think they were just playing that game just to like, it wasn't like you could tell it wasn't a full game plan almost because like, like they were just wanting to get this game over. They you could kind of tell it they wanted to get that game over, get the win. Like because when your kicker is is doing five field goals, you know, like you and they did have Boston Scott. I think it was yeah, score a touchdown. But I just don't feel like they were like they had they had like a half a heart in that game. Like it wasn't like that's why now. That's why, also too, you might see the Eagles come out a little slow, because I feel like they got to get themselves back into the, you know, like think like they've been off a couple weeks, so the, the Giants might have a um, edge there because they've been playing. That's what I think, because the Giants have been playing more meaningful games, basically in the last yeah a couple weeks now, whereas. Um, the Eagles really, you know, have been chilling, but not, you know, getting healthy, but you know, they haven't been playing. Oh, I do agree about the rust. Um, yeah. A lot of giant fans have actually said, you know, that last game of the season, it's kind of like they had one foot into the bye week and then they had one foot into the game. So obviously maybe there wasn't a real game plan. Well, obviously you have to have a real game plan, but at the same time, it's just, they, they lowered their, uh, their, the amount of gas they put on the pedal. Uh, almighty, I agree. Let's go, Giants. Shouts to JST Killer. What's going on from Twitch? Brown, Goddard, and Smith are gonna have a huge game. The Eagles wide receiver core is so much better. 37 28 Eagles. Shouts to Coach Ed in the building. Peace and blessings locked and loaded. I have my sauces ready for some bird grilling. Uh, <laughs> Coach Ed coming in with the comedy, of course. Dable will out coach Sirianni. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, what are your thoughts on Jonathan Gannon? Because I know how a lot of Eagle fans and a lot of Eagle writers have been flip floppy because of the way he plays his defense. Uh, I mean, I think he got well. I think he got better this year. I mean, because like the defense. I mean, I mean, look. I mean, they were on the tops. I mean, like, yeah. Of course, you know, people complain and everything, but you can't really argue with the results. You know, I mean, they're on the tops of the league for like most of the defensive categories, you know, they almost broke the national uh, record for the sacks and they broke their own franchise record. I mean, so he's definitely, well, I mean, 
Plus, I mean, Howie uh, brought in all those people to really upgrade the uh, defense. So, I mean, you can grow, you know, like, yeah, we can grumble and everything, but you can't really argue with the results. How, you know, I mean, they did get better and he deserves that credit. So, yeah, I definitely agree. And the Eagles will block a punt from the Giants' horrible punting unit to the G-Men. Well, they didn't have to do that the first time. Jamie Gillen dropped the punt and decided to kick it. And we all know how that went. That turned into an Eagles touchdown. But um, I guess to slowly wrap it up here, uh, an X-factor for the Eagles and an X-factor for the Giants. If, or, well, if you're an Eagles, I would say, Coach, put yourself in that position. You're game planning against the Giants. Who would you want to game plan against most? And then obviously an X-factor for the Eagles. Uh, for the, uh, I guess for the Giants, I would say Daniel Jones and, um, and, uh, Saquon Barkley. If you take those two guys out of the game, like I said, if you get Daniel Jones to start, like, uh, thinking in his mind and rushing and like, cause there's pressure all around him the whole game. I definitely think his game will not be the same as we seen in the Vikings. Cause if, if he has the pressure coming at him all the time, and I think, I definitely think we'll see him turn the ball over some. And then Saquon, they, the Eagles have stopped Saquon this year. Uh, in their first meeting, he only had like 28 yards. So they can do it. They can, they can definitely stop uh, Saquon too. So, I definitely like look if they take those two guys out of the game, uh, you know, and just have them like not producing much, then I think the Eagles can really pull pull one out there for them. And then um, for the Eagles, I definitely think it's two parts. Jalen Hurts obviously has got to be. I think I mean on, on in this game, I, I but. I I wouldn't like. I hope they don't run him like 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 he's a majority runner. I want the running game has to be good, but I would rather see Miles Sanders and Boston Scott be the majority uh, uh, doing the heavy duty of the the rushing in this game. And the running game to me has to be the main um, attack. And then because then the op- then the passing game will open up, you know, because the Giants would be worried about the run. That's how I feel. I agree. I agree. I mean, obviously, we'll see how hurts, you know, how much he's healthy, how effective is he. But I think that if you're an Eagles fan, your newest coach, you want your lead carriers to be your running backs because of the injury, because of the shoulder injury. Eagles will get six sacks or more. We'll see about that. I don't think it's going to be six, but hey, listen, I've been wrong before. Shots to Almighty. He's saying, what's good, coach? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, Sean. Thank you for coming in. I haven't seen you before, but guys, make sure to like, comment, subscribe to all the good stuff. Um, and then I guess we could end it off with a final score prediction. Obviously, the fans have already got mine. I say 2019 Giants. I think it's going to be low scoring. Jackie, what is your final score prediction? Um, I say 27-24 Eagles. I think they, I think they pull it out just like, like at the, like, like kind of like the mid fourth quarter they get scoring there. Yeah, I, I think this is gonna be. I don't, I don't think this is gonna be a blowout. I don't, I think it's gonna be a nail biter. Do you think it's gonna be a game winning field goal, or do you think it's just gonna be end of the game Giants trying to go for it, and it just happens to be twenty seven twenty four? Yeah, I think 
Yeah, I think it's where it's like the Eagles have like we yeah, had the like one long um, drive and then yeah, then they kicked the field goal and going on the next round. Like I just don't see this as a um, like a convincing win. Like you know, like of like people. If anybody thinks they're gonna get blown out, or I, I really think just their history, just like the history between these two teams, it doesn't seem that way. Definitely. Uh, Shaft's Coach Ed, he says 21-20, Giants can know with the game winner. Guys, also go subscribe to Coach Ed's Amazing World of Sports. Shouts to uh, the Eagles fan in the chat, Mohammed. He says, I subscribe to keep keep up the good work. Well, I appreciate that. Even though you're coming in talking trash, I respect <laughs> you for subscribing and doing all the good stuff. 23-20, Giants Nimmer says, Jackie, where can people find you in your work? Uh, you can find me at the Inside the Eagles on Fanside It. And if anybody's interested, you can also find me. I always do a podcast called Outside the First State, uh, where I talk about basically any kind of sports, NFL, WNBA, any any sports. But I've, I've recently been doing uh, just like throwbacks to the NFL season recently. So, yeah. Of course, her Twitter is in the description. So you guys can go check out her on Twitter. Twitter and some of the inside Eagles stuff. So Mohammed, obviously, if you're a if you're, well, you are an Eagles fan, but you can go check out some of that stuff. But uh, I appreciate Jackie coming on and uh, talking this game with me. It's going to be a very heated dogfight game, but uh, at least we got discussion through. I'm stoked for the WNBA. I will be following you. Respect, coach says. Appreciate <laughs> that, coach. Um, any final thoughts, Jackie? Before I let you go into the rest of your day. Um, no, I just appreciate you having me on, and hopefully it's a good game. Thank you so much, Jackie, for coming on. Thanks. All right, so I'm going to get the template right here. Guys, I appreciate you guys. Shasta Dean Holmes, 31-22 G-Men. How do I know? Because I predicted the last two games, Colts and Vikings. I was off by two points with the Colts and off by three with the Vikings. So you're pretty damn close with these predictions, Dean. I respect that. I was at the Colts game, by the way. I was at the Colts game, and it was a fun game. But, ladies and gentlemen, I have like five different layers on of blue today, including, just wanted to throw this out there, our own merch. Thanks to our man, Hayes. I don't know where he is at the moment, but our own merch, just to start, because he got that printed by somebody who knows who it was. But, uh, you know, if you guys play Boys in Big Apple Bingo, you want to play Boys in Big Apple Bingo. It's really Big Blue in the Bronx Bingo. But a lot of the catchphrases occur on Mondays and all that stuff. Uh, you can get a chance to win some free merch, including hoodies, hats, all these different stuff. But it's going to wrap it up here. It's going to be very, very much of a dogfight tonight. And the Giants could be going home. The Eagles could be going home. But my last message to the New York Giants is this. The last 10 years have been fucking painful. The Giants have barely won against the Eagles these last 10 years. It's probably a very lopsided record. Pay back is another word. And you know what another word is that Michael Strahan has been saying on YouTube? And he's also been saying on the Giants' Twitter and social media? Our way. And here's where I'm going to finish it off. Our way or the highway? Peace out, y'all. Let's go, Giants. Let's go to the NFC Championship game. Peace. Peace.